We start with a little poem from Sarah, regular listener, regular contributor. She titles this A Little Feedback Poem. So she is using this poem to present some feedback on The Eagle is Stranded. Now, she's not going to make many friends with her first line. No more Gina G. I know, I know. I know there's hardcore Gina G following who listen to The Eagle is Stranded purely because we've been made the official news resource for Gina G. And Sarah, you've really put the cat among the pigeons there, which is another video you can see on that website that we mentioned yesterday. But uh, I'll muster the strength to continue to read this, despite that shocker of an opening line. No more Gina G, but more of the fabulous L.E. A lovely cup of herbal tea and beer sounds good to me. And that's it. That's the end of the poem. So thank you very much for that, Sarah. You could have eased me in gently. I think you do well to go on a team-leading course, Sarah. I remember going on a team-leading course when I had a proper job. And this man who used terms like blue-sky thinking. And you've got to think outside the box, guys. Think outside the box. Even though the type of person who says things like think outside the box is probably the kind of person who's never thought outside the box in their entire lives. And to be honest, it wasn't very good advice for us either, because we worked in the packaging industry. I look forward to finding out what you thought of that joke, Sarah, in your next poem. Um, but we got told on this team meeting, if you're going to present negative information to your team, you've got to deliver a bullshit sandwich. Bullshit sandwich, guys. If you want to give your team or a member of your team a negative, you've got to frame it with two positives. It's what we call a bullshit sandwich. Let me give you an example, guys. I'd say, Andy, sit sit down, Andy. Obviously, he doesn't have to be Andy. Could be anyone. I'm just using Andy as an example, okay? Okay, okay, guys. Now, guys, guys, what Andy's done, quite frankly, is not up to par. It's not up to the standard we expect. But you've got to be careful about morale. That's when you deliver. A bullshit sandwich. Okay, guys, so you're back in my office. We're back with Andy. Oh, uh, Andy, Andy. Firstly, you've clearly put a lot of effort in. It really shows, Andy. It really shows. Okay, that's your first positive, okay? I'm talking to you now. I'm not talking to Andy, just in case you were confused. Then I'd say, Andy, unfortunately, on this occasion, I think you need to go back to the drawing board on this one. Okay. His morale's going to be low, so we need to pick him back up, okay? So it's time for another positive. Okay, guys? So I'd say, Andy, I'm convinced that if you give it another go, Andy, you'll really come up trumps. That, my friends, is a bullshit sandwich. I wanted to give him the bad news, but I framed it in between two positives. But no bullshit sandwich with Sarah. She went straight for the jugular. Unbelievable, Sarah. Well, let me give you some feedback, Sarah. He's a bullshit sandwich for you, Sarah. So firstly, we need a positive. Thank you very much, Sarah, for the poem. I love the last three lines. But now, the negative. Now I've got to deliver my actual message. Your first line is absurd, ill-conceived, and quite frankly, damn right offensive. My goodness. What am I going to do to make Sarah feel better? I've got to deliver a positive. But Sarah, I appreciate your effort, and I think you need to be rewarded. As a special treat, I would like to dedicate today's episode of The Eagle is Stranded to you. And now, with that in mind, it's time for the Gina G News. Now, live from The Eagle is Stranded headquarters... The official Gina G News. Now, some of you might not be aware of our affiliation to the subject of Gina G. It was a complete accident. We happened to mention Gina G on one of the Eagle is Stranded episodes. There was then someone on Twitter who followed me and liked a series of the Eagle is Stranded episodes on Twitter who went by the name Davy G. This led us to investigate whether this person was a relative of Gina G. I say it led us to investigate. My investigation process essentially consisted of me messaging Davy G and saying, are you a relation to Gina G? The response was unequivocal. No. I have no reason to suspect that he was lying. So my search must widen. Sometimes the wildest theories. I've learned this from Paul Temple. 
That's another subject that we cover regularly on The Eagle is Stranded. The radio detective Paul Temple from 1938 to 1968. Bye, Timothy. Well, one thing I've learned from Paul Temple, you've got to consider sometimes the most wild of theories. Suddenly, an old record popped into my head, and I'll play this record for you right now. And it's a record from 1908, and it's by the artist Byron G. Harlan, called Every Little Bit Added to What You've Got Makes Just a Little Bit More. Just a Little Bit. Byron G. A Coincidence? Maybe. Well, let's consider the evidence, my friends. So Byron George Harlan lived from 1861 to 1936. Now, the first thing we must do to see whether this theory holds any weight is look at Gina G's name. Unfortunately, Gina G's name is Gina Mary Gardiner. So that suggests that my theory is incorrect. I therefore must let my theory fall by the wayside. And we must move on. Other titles of Byron G. Harlan's work, with his hands in his pockets and his pockets in his pants. And a personal favourite of mine, Won't You Fondle Me? In which she sings about being in a relationship with someone who's a bit prim and proper and she's whispering affectionate things and she's saying all the right words. But when it comes to the physical demonstrations of those affections, she's not so ready. I think Byron G. Harlan, the way he's talking, he could do with getting that email that I found in my spam folder yesterday. I mean, the term fondle, maybe it was different in the early 1900s, but it doesn't sound like a very romantic word. Fondling, I mean, you could have said caress, but fondle. When I think of fondle, it sounds a bit lascivious. I think of a bit of a grope, you know, like a cupping of the genitals or something. Another song of his is called Cheer Up, Cherries Will Soon Be Ripe, in which he sings about the fact that he's met this girl. I mean, it might be the same one, I don't know. In which case, it would explain why she's maybe not ready for the fondling yet. Because she's quite young. She's not quite old enough to get married, which is what he wants. And he's saying in the song, you know, come on, Byron, cheer up. Won't be long now. Cherries will soon be ripe. I mean, <laughs> he's quite a scandalous recording artist. When the grass is green, you'll be sweet 16. I'll be 21 in May. You'll be merry mine in sweet cherry time. That will be our wedding day. Cheer up, cheer up, cherries will soon be ripe. Cherries will soon be ripe. We digress. This is not meant to be about Byron G. Harlan. Let's get back to the subject of Gina G. Oh, so I'm just reading a bit of the Wikipedia article now on Gina G. And I didn't realise this. She released a new version of Just A Little Bit in the year 2000. And you can understand why. Technology had moved on quite a bit in those four years. And the things that she was trying to do musically, sonically. She was like the Beatles, where they recorded a lot of their albums in mono and then remastered them in stereo. And I remember an interview with Gina G and she said, look, I've loved what I've done with just a little bit, but I need to utilise the technology. Unfortunately, her record label didn't support her in her efforts. She did release a new version in the year 2000, but she wanted to go further. She was still disappointed that it was in stereo. She wanted it in surround sound. She wanted it in 7.1 surround sound as well. Originally, this 
said, well, maybe we can go for 5.1. She said, look, don't insult me. I need more speakers than that. And the record label was saying, there's no market in this, Gina G. People don't have surround sound systems. And she said, people will buy surround sound systems to hear the song. But the record label did not believe her. It then says in this article, where are they now, Gina G? Because you can't just use Wikipedia, you've got to go further. And unfortunately, it's just a catalogue of sadness for Gina G. So in 2000, she released a remake of Just a Little Bit, which didn't get any traction. She then released a version of Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking, which failed to get any promotion and subsequently bombed. She then had an argument with her former manager, which prevented her album from being released. She was then off the scene for two or three years. She returned to TV, starring in a reality television show, Reborn in the USA. She was eliminated from the TV programme, After the third show, she then had another two years off. In 2005, she applied to represent Britain once again in the Eurovision Song Contest. But this time, she came fifth in the initial selection process. She then released two singles, but the highest position that those singles reached was number 57. This is a real fall from grace. This was down to the album not being released physically, but only digitally, and gained no traction, no PR, and no promotion. She announced in 2012 that she was about to release a new song, Set the Night on Fire. However, this song never saw the light of day. Since then, not a peep has been heard from her. We've been trying to get in contact with her on Twitter, but alas, and I've just gone on Twitter now just to have a look, Gina G is not followed by anyone you're following. I'm very surprised about listeners. I mean, this is almost suggesting that maybe Sarah was right, but surely not. Maybe it's a reverence thing. Maybe people think, no, 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 we'll get our Gina G news through the official source, not through Gina G official on Twitter, even though it says Gina G official, because we know that's not the official resource for Gina G news. Well done, people, for your support there. A final tweet came on December the 29th, 2014, and it says, okay, okay, look, it's better late than absolutely never, and a link to Facebook. And when you click on the Facebook link, it says, this page isn't available. And the only option is, go back to the previous page. What is better late than never? We will do our best to find that out, my friends. We will do our best to find this new unreleased Gina G single. We'll have more Gina G news when we get it. This is David Eagle reporting for the Gina G News. In other news, I have heard... In other news? How can you just glibly flit to another subject? I'm sorry, but this is a multifaceted podcast. I take my responsibilities to the Gina G News seriously, but I'm aware that we have a broad brief. So in other news, Ruth, a.k.a. the Beer Fairy from yesterday, has been in touch with us. The gauntlet was laid down yesterday. She's picked up that gauntlet. There may be free beer on the way, and she's agreed to talk to us, and we'll bring you that conversation on a forthcoming episode of The Eagle is Stranded. Possibly tomorrow. You'll have to join us tomorrow to find out. Goodbye. If you'll only fondle me. <laughs>